Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Suki or Suki Hana, as I say. How are you? Hello, everybody. I'm I'm doing very well, and I'm really excited about this interview. What have you been doing today? So today, I just been doing some work. I got like a big show coming up. And I've just been running around trying to make sure everything's on point for that show. What is the show? Where's the show? Tell us all about it. Well, the, okay, so I have a performance with Roland Lao. So I have to, you know, I'll be um, practicing every day, all day. So you've been busy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is Sukihana your birth name? Or if not, where did the name Suki come from? Well, my birth name is Destiny. Sukihana is just, it's just a restaurant. I like their food. I love it. And so <laughs> that's, that, that's how you came up with it. Yeah, but it just like stuck. I don't know why. Like everyone just kept calling me. It was like, okay, now this is my stage name at this point. So I seriously have, I mean, I know Benihana, of course, but I've never heard of a restaurant Sukihana. Sukihana is Benihana's cousin. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what type of food? Um, Japanese cuisine. Oh my God. I love it. Has anyone ever asked you that before? I just I'm maybe it's like a common maybe it's known. I just I, I didn't know it was named after a restaurant. Um a lot of people who haven't heard of it do, do, do ask me. But mo- a lot of people don't they don't really even care. They just be like, hey Suki. But a lot of people who haven't heard of the restaurant definitely asks me. I love it. So <laughs> talk to us about we have a lot of things to get into. We'll talk about your music, but let's start with Love and Hip Hop. How from Love and Hip Hop Miami. How'd you get involved with that? Well, the producers reached out to me and they told me they wanted me on the show. And um, actually, they they have been reaching reaching out for me for, 
to me for a long time, but I didn't see it. I didn't know. But yeah, I was actually supposed to be on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta first. And I ended up being placed on Love & Hip Hop Miami. And I just love it. Like, I really, I'm happy that I became a fan favorite and I got to show the world my personality. But yeah, that's how that went. Did you know what to expect? Like, you know, like, did you watch other Love & Hip Hops before you were cast or you had no idea what to expect? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely have watched it. And I didn't ever look at it like, um, like, I, I was more so kind of hoping they knew what to expect from me. It wasn't so much me knowing what to expect from them because I knew me coming on that show, it was going to just change everything. That's how I felt. It definitely changed the show. Are you, <laughs> were you shocked at like the response? You know, like you said, like you're a fan favorite. Were you shocked at like the love from the people? I actually w- wasn't because it's just like me on the internet. A lot of people love me. You know, and a lot of people don't like me, but I knew me being on TV, I would I would get the chance to win everybody's heart over by just showing them that I'm actually really normal. I'm just goofy as hell. So, I mean, it was just really exciting to I, I watched myself like go up a ladder on the show. I watched myself like just become like relevant and like somebody that matters on the show. I watched that. So it was exciting. I was excited about that. It's true. You do matter. I mean, you're great (laughs) on the show. You are. And I mean, did you love like the actual filming process? You know, like, did you love the cameras? I mean, you know, from your Instagram account and like your online presence, I would think you would love being in front of the cameras. Um, okay. So being in front of the camera, I loved it. I just, I don't know. I just developed my own little world by being on the show because, you know, it was just like, all right, now I got my own fan base and I see how the producers are treating me. It's like everybody, I just feel like everybody felt like I'm about to be the next big star coming from Love & Hip Hop. I felt like I knew it, my managers knew it, and the producers knew it. And that's kind of why they always wanted me to show a different side of me. But I, I just, I really love it. It's like, it's really hard to explain it, but I feel like everybody knew, know that I'm the next big thing to come from the show. What about the drama? Like, do you ever say like, oh God, don't show that. Or you're just like, anything's fair game. You're like an open. Yeah, guy. no, believe it or not. I really was big on that. I'm like, listen, I'm not coming i'm not walking into no place where nobody's throwing drinks i I don't want to be in drama i'm really a very unproblematic queen i don't like drama i like to show love i like to have fun and i like to make people laugh that's my biggest thing is to make people happy so it's just like i didn't want to be in that part like i don't want to do that stuff it just was it made me unhappy it's like i don't have to start drama to bring in ratings or bring in entertainment that I just is who I am, you know? So I didn't like that. I don't like that part. And I think like, especially now in the world, like look at all the crap that's going on. Like, I don't know. I think people want happiness in their reality shows. I don't think they want as much drama anymore. Yes. Like, I I mean, people do like, we can't forget that people do love the drama. drama. They love it. Some people live off of it. The blogs live off of it. But I just wanted to bring something else to reality TV. I wanted to just, you know, show people that 
you can start from the bottom. You can just be a normal person and grind and actually become something. It's possible. I wanted to show my fans that you could do it with children or coming from a dysfunctional home. You like when I got added to Love and Hip Hop, I didn't have a car. I was still in a little apartment just trying to make it out any way that I could. And the only thing that I had was my personality. So when the cameras come on, I'm a, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure today, tomorrow isn't going to be like today. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make sure my days are going to be more sunny. So I don't know. It was really great for me. I loved it. That's a good attitude. Like, did you ever, you know, to your point, like, were you ever scared? You know what I mean? Like, you seem to have, like, this fearless attitude. Like, where does that come from? Or, like, you know, like you said, like, when you got the show, like, you know, you were on tougher times. Like, did you ever just have those scary nights? Yes, I did. Like, when, all right, so me being a um, social media uh, star, too, it's like, I show one side. I show the funny Suki like I love to laugh I love to make I love to do funny dances all types of stuff I don't I'm not really vulnerable so me coming to the show they always used to say Suki like you're going to be the next big thing from the show you're going to be big so in order to get that we have to show them that you're more than just an Instagram star we know you're more you're a mom you have children you have been through things and it's just like I don't want to open up to these people so they can see a vulnerable side of me because those things I protect I have feelings too. I'm still a human, but it's like once they, cause let me tell you something. Every time I walked into on set, I'm like, what's up guys? Suki with the good coochie. That's me every day. Every time I walk on set, every time the cameras come on, that's me. They're like, you can't do that. You have to, you have to give them not just Suki, but destiny. And after a while of me fighting with the producers, I end up opening up. I, I just took their advice because they've been in TV for a while. So I end up opening up. I end up showing a vulnerable side of me, letting people know, you know, this is where I come from. It's, it's really a struggle being a mom and being a, a superstar. But after I opened up, I became a fan favorite at that moment because everybody could relate to who I really am, you know? You did. Was yep. it hard to be a mom at 18? I mean, that's so young. Yeah, it, uh, it was hard. But at that time, I feel like, uh, you know, it, it, it's hard. It's hard now and it was hard then. Because at that time, I didn't have too much responsibility. I didn't have bills. I didn't have a car. Like, I, I didn't have to pay for things you know right now i see what being an adult is really about being an adult and a parent it's so much more than being a mom at 18 it's it's just so much more it, like being a mom at 18 it's it's like your mom you, you get government assistance you got help you get food stamps you got food in your fridge now being a mom and a, a star do you know how much bills I like? I never knew that being an adult, I have to pay bills. Like that's not why I wanted to be an adult. I wanted to be an adult so I can suck dick. Like not to pay all these bills. Well, I would much rather like to suck dick than pay bills myself. Yes, like right. It's so freaking much better. Like you know, like bills are so annoying. I mean, kind of. Listen, there's nothing really fun about being an adult, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I'm not thrilled about it either, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. especially bills. But, you know, the good part about bills means that you have money 
more yeah. or less. So that's got to be an upside part of all this. Yeah, but more money, more problems. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, did the people on Love and Hip Hop Miami, like, did they know about you, like, from your social media presence? Like, oh, my God, here comes Suki. Or yeah, did they I- did. I could, I could tell. I, I felt um, like I didn't fit in. Honestly, I didn't fit in. I felt like everybody was looking at me like this outrageous ratchet girl, which that is me. But it's like I did not fit in with the rest of the cast. And it always, I always had a problem with fitting in with people. But like I always say, I don't, I, I don't have to fit in with the cast. I don't have to fit in with these groups of people. I stand out um, effortlessly. I stand out effortlessly. If I wanted to fit in with them and act like them and look like them, then there wouldn't be no difference. It, it wouldn't make me special. So I'm, I just take the bad with the good. I'm happy that I don't fit in, you know? There wouldn't be any Tsukihana then. By the yeah. way, do you, do you love Japanese food? Yes, I do. I mean, I do. <laughs> I, I, I could personally eat sushi every day, but that's just... Yes, you know. I love sushi. Like, I really just love... I love... You know what? One thing about me is I'm a foodie. I like to go out to eat all the time, and I love to cook. Me too. I mean, I don't like to cook, but I like to go out to eat all the time. I like to have a nice martini and yes. just... Oh, my gosh. Well, last night, I had three martinis, so there you go. Oh, that's nothing, because I, I, I know when I go out and I'm having a good time, I think three is my limit to my mixed drinks but I don't have a martini I have like what is the drink I always get it, it has like salt around the rim and a lime margarita a, yeah a margarita that's me that's for me that's a good one <laughs> that's for me a margarita and I um had a Hennessy margarita before it was really good but I love mixed drinks uh, Hennessy margarita that's really good Yep. How, how do you, let's just talk about your Instagram, your social media following, as you say, 1.3 yeah. <laughs> million followers. Like that's not easy. How the hell did that happen? Um, it, it just happened for me being consistent, but, um, I, I feel like honestly, everyone feels like I should, I should have way more followers than that. I've been going viral for a long time. I don't hit a lot of different blocks. I had hit a lot of different, uh, TV channels radio everything but it was it wasn't easy getting those followers you know but they they eventually got to uh a million after a while like is there one thing that happens like you know where it went from like 500 followers to like six thousand? you know what i mean like is there one thing where you just uh, really up and you're like holy shit oh uh, i think it's around the time i mean i don't or it just kind of happened over time. Yeah, it was just happening over time, gradually, you know. Well, but yeah, it, it has jumped a lot of times, but it was from a lot of different things. It's really, you know, it's not easy. Now, the stuff you put out on your page, it's all, like you said, it's all the fun stuff. You know, like yeah. it's very sex positive. You know, if you want to talk about yeah. sucking dick, you're going to talk about sucking dick. Like... Mm-hmm. How did all, like, talk to me about that. Like, talk to me about, like, how, like, how did you decide to start creating, like, certain type of content? Well, honestly, I just, I'm, I just, I'm just being myself. Like, I, I have, like, conversations with my friends. And it's just, like, this is what people really talk about in real life. This is what women are really thinking. You know, I just say it because I'm unapologetic. I don't care. So a lot of stuff that I say it's millions of people who agree with me. Like it's, it, I'm just being myself and I just happen to have a phone and I could just express myself on it, but it's just me being myself. It's really nothing out of the ordinary. 
Isn't it amazing? Like if you really think about it, like the power of social media, like what the hell did yeah. we do before Instagram? I, I mean, exactly. I Cause mean, I don't remember. Before Instagram. I don't even know. Like, no. we were, oh, I think we had like MySpace, but I don't know about that. Life was not as exciting as it is. It now. wasn't. It was so. I mean, but if you were a star before Instagram, you were a straight star. Because we have some video vixens who didn't have a social media to really make them lit, and they were doing their thing. So, yeah. Totally. What about your OnlyFans? Talk about your Only. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from Indicloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or, of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to IndiCloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top-shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. It's that time of year again, my favorite time of year. Holiday shopping season is back. And normally that means one thing, drawing a blank on what to buy for the men in my life. But not this year. This year I've got it all figured out and you can too. Head on over to dukecannon.com. That's right, dukecannon.com. They have holiday-themed grooming gifts like Frothy the Beer Man gift set or the Beard That Stole Christmas gift set. Now, the Frothy the Beer Man gift set and the Beard That Stole Christmas gift set, they're both $20. That's right, $20. And they're really fun. So the Frothy the Beer Man gift set, you get three huge bars of soap. They're 10 ounces each. Two of them are the big ass beer soap and one is the big American bourbon soap. And that's right. They're infused with an adult treat, booze. The beer soaps, you guessed it, are infused with beer and the bourbon soap is infused with bourbon. But they do not smell like alcohol. So if you're worrying, wait, I'm going to shower and smell like alcohol. No, no. They, they're, they're just woodsy, they're like sandalwood oak barrel is the bourbon smells like oak barrel and they're very masculine scents. And these bars of soap are huge and they're really fun. Like the way it's packaged is really, really fun. And don't take my word for it. Go to dukecannon.com and see for yourself. The beer that stole Christmas gift set is also $20. You get two amazing different smelling beard oils and you get a beard wash. It will, it literally... Tr- 
tamed my beard. My beard has never felt so good. And it will do this for the man in your life as well. And it smells of cedar. And they're just a very good masculine scent. So these are just two examples. Head on over to DukeCannon.com. And seriously, don't take my word for it. These are packaged so fun. Um, these are just two examples. They're unexpected. They're useful for any guy. And right now, because you're listening to this podcast, enter promo code VELVETROPE and you get 10% off your next order. You also get free shipping with orders over $30. So if you get both of these at $40, you already got your free shipping. So it's free shipping with orders over $30 and enter VELVETROPE. That's Duke Cannon. Enter VELVETROPE and you get 10% off your next order. And if you want to buy them in person, they're available at some of your local targets. Guys, this is perfect, masculine, fun for the man in your life. I use it. I love it. DukeCannon.com. Fans account. Um, OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans is really cool. This I I I think like if anybody ever wanted to start an OnlyFans, they should just do it, and you will be able to make a a, a large a large amount of money on there. But yeah, I have my Instagram for I mean my OnlyFans for a few months now, and that's been really that's been really successful. Hell yeah, I think I'm I'm less than I'm I'm like uh zero point. Five percent. I'm the top zero point five percent on OnlyFans. Wow. Yeah, and I literally like it. Just I, I'm literally one of the top people on there. Believe it or not, like I don't really get that much. Like when they talk about all the big, big celebrities that have them, like I have. I'm top, I'm higher than them. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what do you put on your OnlyFans? Like I saw all some types of, your of stuff. shit. Yeah, all types of shit. Like what? H- honey, pop and pussy, me and my man, straight up on there. Because I'm like, first of all, I love my man. This is my fiance. I'm going to be with him forever. We, this is we're together. Like, it's so easy to make money just being with my man. Like, I don't even feel like that's whole shit. I think it's whole shit maybe when people just, you know, sleeping around with different men. But that's their fucking body. I feel like... Fuck, you know what? Fuck putting a label on people. Let people live their life. How people make their money is how they make their money. If somebody want to suck a dick or 30 dicks for free, let them do them. That's their fucking preference. That's how I feel at this point. I mean, I would agree with you. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I just think, listen, I'm a very non-judgmental person. I feel like you do you and I'll do me. And that's kind of how, you know, I mean, that's kind of, I think the problem with like, the world everyone's judging yeah, everyone like, else people are so judgmental to people who don't even know them like i think it's more so the judgmental people are the people who are really miserable and people just need to understand that what would make you go out your way to judge somebody else and put somebody down that has no clue who you are what will make you do that obviously you're insecure with your life or you're up you're you're not happy and you need to work on your happiness so that you can look at other people's lives and not be upset or disturbed by it. Because I look at people all all day and nothing makes me upset. I'm 1 billion trillion, a <laughs> hundred gazillion, the, the exact same way. Like yeah. nothing makes me upset. I'm very happy in life. And it mm-hmm. never in a, literally I can say this in a billion years, I would never I mean, listen, if you come for me, I might tell you to go fuck yourself. But yeah. in a million years, I would never, 
out of just the middle of the day, I'm bored and go onto someone's Instagram and leave a nasty comment. It would never come into my being. It's just not, I don't understand it. I think it's like you said, it's, I think you're miserable in your own life and you want to bring someone else down to that level. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's, people aren't happy i think the world just needs to focus on what makes them happy maybe that girl is doing what she's doing because it makes her happy so now you need to find what makes you happy that's how i feel and if sucking 30 dicks makes you happy go for it do it go ahead suck the cock we all done did it. everybody done sucked the dick everybody done sucked the dick everybody has done sucked the dick no matter who you is no matter if you are shit um <laughs> fucking shit ellen degeneres probably had a dick in her mouth before we all done did it it's okay it's, it's like okay. okay it is okay i i i listen I, I would agree with that it is more than okay mm-hmm. did you like how did, did you always have this like and how do you deal with the instagram haters like did you always have such a good attitude like do you just brush it off do you ever come back for someone or you just like kind of block it out and i, just, were you always like, I literally yeah i let my fans handle them I, I like if somebody says something mean i'll i'm like really sarcastic so i'll probably write like say you're right or thank you so much like if somebody say oh you look like a a anything i'm just like uh thank you so much i really appreciate that no i i do the same thing that is i think that's i do the same thing when someone's Mm -hmm. like you know i listened to a hundred of your shows and i fucking hated this and i'm just like thank you for listening or whatever like i just think i think that's the way to do it i I sometimes i make people feel bad like if they say something really mean for no reason i'm just like wow you really hurt my feelings you know what that just made me feel so bad. And that'll make them really feel bad. Because it's like, why would you write something so disgusting? What made you feel like that's that's okay to put somebody, put another woman down like that, you know? Exactly. And I mean, it's like you said, you're just being, you're like body positive, sex positive. You're just, you're, you know, like. Yeah, I'm just being myself, honestly. Like, I, I don't never worry about the backlash. Like, I'm literally uh, not give a fuck type of person. I do what makes me happy. I love to laugh. It's it's just that's just me. Now, people need to understand that I'm I'm very rare. I'm very strange. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. No matter what it is, I really just don't give a fuck. And even when I do give a fuck, I'm gonna take that fuck back because I have less than a fuck to give. It's no fucks in me. So it's just it's just happiness and fun and laughter all day long i don't care what people talk about but sometimes sometimes certain comments might hurt my feelings a little bit but i have a big support system i have a good family and it's just nothing that's gonna break me ever that's like amazing i'm i i agree what about does your man does he mind being like does he ever say like I don't want to do the OnlyFans or he doesn't care. He's like, let's go and do it. No, he doesn't care. Like, we, we're literally in our own world. Like, we already record ourselves doing whatever. Like, first of all, if he want to eat this ass, we're going to record it anyway. So it's just like, if I want to post it on OnlyFans and we make $100,000 off of a little video, no, we're, it's just like, it's nothing we're still young like we're still young it's really nothing to us and that's really what it is like nobody talks about what these other couples is doing swinging let's talk about the swingers out there and doing this and doing that everybody got their own little creepy shit that they do 
Now, OnlyFans ain't that much creepy. I agree. I think everyone's got something. So just be honest about what your thing is and move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about, I mean, is that what it is? You, you can make like a hundred grand from like one video? Oh yeah, I definitely did that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You make a lot of money off OnlyFans, you know. And um, I'm already an adult entertainer. It's really nothing. It's really not, I, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like people say, oh, you don't have self-respect. It's just like, bitch, everybody suck dick. Like, you done seen some titties before. You seen titties, all right? It's okay. It's a boob. It's not going to hurt you. Seriously. No, I think the yeah. opposite. I think you're really smart and a businesswoman. And it's like, you might as well make some money doing it. Yeah. Like, as, at the end of the day, my OnlyFans, I took my OnlyFans money and opened up an entire store, you know, that I, it's, I haven't opened it yet. But I have, I got a whole store from my OnlyFans and I'm and this week I've been working on a restaurant I'm about to start a restaurant like this is things that you know you might not like my profession but at the end of the day I'm a woman boss I'm a boss I have investments I, I have I work for everything that I got and I know how to budget my money like let's talk about teaching people how to budget their money how to how to um become an entrepreneur before you start to point the finger on how they got the money to do it when you ain't even getting up off your ass. You sitting on that couch for about what everybody else doing while everybody else is starting businesses, starting companies, you know, investing their money into properties and things like that. Like we can't point the finger because when you point the finger, you really put in four back to yourself. Seriously. And that's what you're going to do. You're going to open, you're opening a restaurant now. Yeah. I just opened my store. It's, I, it's not open for the public yet because I don't want to open it yet, but yeah, I opened my store and now I'm working on a restaurant. I have a lot of things that I, that I plan on doing, but that's what I do with my money. I invest it. What type of food are you going to serve at the restaurant? Japanese? No, no, no. I don't want to touch the, I don't, you're the first person that I even told about both stores. So I don't want to tell them, I don't want to even give nobody any times to try to hurry up and do my thing, but just know it's really, really, really creative, and it got Suki name all over. It. Even the stores, just as soon as you see you, you, even if you don't know who's behind it, you're gonna be like, "Now nah, I know this shit is from Sukiana." I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, talk to me about your music. Did you just always love music growing up? Yes, I loved. I always loved music. I went to a culture arts music music school so this has been in me since I was nine years old and you know my grandfather had a band they were they were actually about to get signed to Motown like I have my mom was a um, rapper my mom taught me my first rap you know I have a lot of big things since I was a child I've been performing on stage so this has always been embedded in me and it's just so happy that I've been working hard and now it's, everything is coming out and I, my music is all really great. You know, I'm doing big appearances. I even got to be in um, Cardi B's WAP video, like things like that. Oh, I know all about that. So <laughs> I have, I, I have questions about the WAP video. Like how does that come about? Like you just, do you get a call directly from Cardi B or is it like a team that calls? I got a call from Cardi B's best friend, Patience, which is, which is um, her PR. Now, Patience and them reached out to me and told me that Cardi wanted me to be in her video. 
and she was like yeah cardi wants you to be in her video cardi loves you yeah, and i was just like so excited because i love cardi too and for her to put something together where she's where she's promoting um woman empowerment showing all shades of women um you know it, it just meant a lot to me and it really worked out for me because she she shared her platform with me which means she shared her fans and she opened doors for me that I've been wanting to open. So it definitely helped me out. Did you, were you like, did you know her before that? Were you a fan or you just didn't even know her? No, I, I've always been a fan of Cardi. Like literally Cardi's, I've always been a fan of her. Always show her love, always show her support. And I'm sure she's seen it because she follows me and, you know, she comments and I just know, like, the love that I show her, she has witnessed it. Because Cardi don't seem like she fuck with everybody. Like, no. She don't seem like she fuck with everybody. No. I don't think she does fuck with everybody. Yeah. Nobody fucks with everybody. You know, you got to be careful when it comes to working with, you know, women anyway. Because women are catty. You know how it go. So, I think she's seen that I genuinely got love for her, for her to put me in that video. Did she, did you interact, like, did you interact with her all, like, during the shoot? Like, or was she just yeah. kind of off in her own world? No, no, actually, she's actually was very welcoming. She showed a lot of love. We had a good time drinking, did the show. She's, she's really a good, she's really a, a, a really good person. I know that. She's a good person. Did anything, like, funny happen on set, like, during the filming or anything out of the ordinary? No, 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 no. We we got our business done. That's what we did. I came to show out. I did not play no games. As soon as they said, Suki, it's time for you to get on get in front of that green screen, honey. I, I whamped this cat back like it was no no tomorrow. That's what I did. I did my motherfucking thing. It's a, a great fucking video. I love it. <laughs> what? It's so extravagant. Like you should if you would have seen the set, everything was so just it was really super galore. The tigers and people don't even know those tigers were, were real. They were? Yeah, and they were aggressive. Um, were you scared? Yeah, I was scared. They were freaking big, and it seemed like they were trying to take one out, but it started getting a little bit active. They put him right back in there, in the oh, cage. Oh, really? The, the, the yeah. tiger seemed like it was getting too wild? Yeah, yep. Was was Cardi scared? I don't know. I didn't see that part. I seen, I know, I know. When I seen her, I didn't even see her in the same scene with the tiger because I wasn't that at that part. But when I seen her on camera, it didn't look like she was scared at all. What about like, because Kylie Jenner was in the video also, and she actually, did you, do you know about all this backlash that happens because of Kylie Jenner? Oh, which back? Because she, so, so Kylie was in the video also, and she had such a, she had a big role in the video. And so then there were a lot of, well, she had a bigger role than, like, Normani, and so there was a lot of hate online saying, like, why is Kylie getting so much, like, screen time in the video mm. and all this other stuff? I mean, people, I mean, Kylie is a very big girl, you know? She, she, you know, I, I just feel like, uh, I feel like, I mean, I think it was, I think she was beautiful in the video. I think she did her thing. Everybody had their part, you know? But you never know the relationship that Kylie has with Cardi. That could be her best friend. Kylie just got Cardi a nice big-ass Birkin for her birthday, you know? But I feel like if we're not complaining about it, the world can't complain because you don't know 
what's going on within the video. Kylie had her part. Normani had her part. I had my part, Mulatto and, and Ruby. Like, it was just, it is, I don't know. People just, people just try to dissect everything. And it's not always that. Seriously. Like, at the end of the day, you got to understand, this Cardi... Cardi is mixed. Cardi is black. Cardi is Latina. Megan is black. Like we have all shades of women. You know, everybody, everybody had their thing. How could you say Kylie had a longer scene and say that Normani didn't? But look at Megan's scene. Look at Cardi's scene. This is this this video was presented by black women. So you gotta understand it's everybody's just empowering each other. Stop trying to dissect things and just accept that it she's disempowering all women. Seriously. Did yeah. you did you interact with Kylie or she was there like a totally different day? No, I actually I had to I, when I was there I did my scene, I chilling, I hang out, but I had to leave and rush to Summer Walker's video because I had two videos in one day. You're too busy working over there, Suki. Mm, I got sick work, baby. I want, I want the big coin and I want the crown. So I got to do what I got to do. Seriously, I mean, do you just wake up and work all day? Yes, I do. I do, and it's not, it's not an issue with me because I'm, I know I'm doing something that I love and I know my goal. I mean, that's the thing. People don't realize, you know, having a strong presence on Instagram is a lot of fucking work. Oh, yes, it is. It's a lot of work. Like, you have to be strategic. And people need to understand social media. Understanding social media is a science. You don't just get to put something out. Like, you have to really be strategic and know how to market to be able to go viral back to back and have large amount of people pay attention and even, like, even care about what you're doing. And I'm looking at one of your recent posts, 1,028 comments. So you obviously know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a lot of comments. <laughs> yeah. What about um, with Love and Hip Hop? Did you, would you ever watch, like, did you watch a lot of reality TV before you got that show? Like, were you a fan of reality TV? Or um, I was a fan of um, I Love New York. Tiffany, of course, I was a fan of her because people people always compare me to her as far as our personalities. That's somebody who paved the way for a personality like mine when it comes to reality TV. And I pay, I like, I used to watch Jocelyn. Those two, those two, but Tiffany definitely. That's that's kind of who you looked up to. Yeah, she paved the way for my personality because me, me and her have kind of the same aesthetic when it comes to a personality. What about music? Like growing up, what type of like who would you love in music? Who are your like idols? Well, growing up, I loved Kim. I loved Trina. I loved Nikki when she's Roman. I love freaking Tupac. Like I love, I love, I grew up inspired by a lot of different people. I could see Kim's music in in yours. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, I'm not not just for the obvious. You know, she's a one. Like I, I, I love Little Kim. I, I think I she's love great. her too. She's great. I mean, the lyrics she's are just unbelievable. Person. Unbelievable. Do you know her? Have you ever met her? No, but I do pay her a lot of homage. I always show love to Kim from my wardrobe to my hair. Even if you, you know, if you if you paid attention to Cardi B's birthday, 
I wore the infamous one boo bow. I got that from Kim. Kim Kim definitely paved the way for for me. What about do you like Foxy Brown? Of course. Foxy I mean, Miss Miss Dior. I love her. Il Nana is like I think a groundbreaking I, I, album. At, oh my at god. At that time, that was fucking groundbreaking. Yes, it's just like when she came out, just Christian Dior from head to toe, chocolate black woman with the long, with the pretty baby hairs. It's just like how she was coming. She was very gangster and very elegant. I love her. I got a lot of respect for her too. I went to see Candy Burris from the Atlanta Housewives. She did like Welcome to the Dungeon, a tour, and Foxy Brown made like a surprise like cameo on the stage, like singing wow. a song, and like people went literally crazy i bet they went crazy because we haven't like you know she comes she shows when she wants to show we exactly haven't seen her so when you you know you haven't seen somebody in a long time it's like you really miss them when you when they come out and come on the stage you get the chills just looking at somebody like that who paved the way she's just she gets so much respect from me it, me too it was like out of nowhere she came for like one song and left i'm like i don't know what candy had to do to make this happen but mm-hmm. like, what about i just had Miss Claudia Jordan on this show. So what about her? I mean, she hosts the Love and Hip Hop reunions. Did you interact with Claudia a lot during those or? Um, Claudia, I interacted with her, I think for, no, it was like, no, I didn't, just on the show. It was like just during a reunion. And those reunions can get pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, but like you said, you kind of try to stay out of all the drama. Yeah, I do. I like, I'm not, I'm really, I'm not a problematic person, but if somebody come for me, I, I usually just ignore them. It's a lot of people that I ignore. I don't, I don't really go up against nobody because I know I've really worked hard to get where I'm at. I got a lot of streams. I got a lot of views. I'm on this, I'm on that. So I don't just go, I don't, I don't, people, somebody that don't work as hard as me, I don't even respond to them. Cause it's like, girl, what's going to happen is I'm going to help you because if I say anything towards you, that's when that's going to be your first time you get picked up by a blog. And that's when you're going to decide to drop a song and drop a video because that's the only time you're going to have a revenue of an audience even coming to your page. So I don't, I don't really don't even try to start problems, but you might get me at the right time and I'm going to tear your ass out the frame because my mouth, like, you didn't really get to see how deadly my reads are because they have cut them a lot of it out of loving hip hop because my mouth is just very strange. But baby, I'll be reading them hoes down. Your mouth is very strange. How? Like you just you drop a like lot of f bombs. It's like it's like a read. Who's your favorite reader? You got a favorite reader? I mean, so I'm really into like all the housewives. So I watch a lot of oh, like the real too. housewives. Oh, really? Who's your favorite? I mean, believe it or not, I'm not such a Nene fan, if you can believe that. But I she, like, she reads, though. She reads. She's, she's yeah. a good reader. I, she she's is a good one. reader. Who's your favorite? I mean, so it's like, do you watch all the Housewives or just certain franchises? Well, um, I kind of watch I, just Atlanta, like, honestly. But Nene and Phaedra, I think, mouth are really deadly. And I Phaedra, think I think, has a deadly mouth. Yes, her reads are just really, like, just out of control. But my reads are, like, it's like a real gutter, nasty, um, disrespectful, and, like, a comedian read. So I'm going to tell you that 
bitch. You need to go back to the motherfucking um swamp, you swamp possum monkey moose. And I'ma just say every animal in the in the in the um in the jungle. <laughs> I love and, that. Yeah, and then I'm I'm it's gonna I'm, my voice is gonna start turning to like a, a older lady voice. It's just gonna like you just got read by your auntie and now you're gonna wanna fight. So they have to edit most of that out. Oh my gosh, they edited my mouth out a lot of times. That's like hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious. Who's who is your favorite on Atlanta? Is it Nene and Phaedra or because I, I say who who is yours? I I love me some Kenya more. Oh yeah, because Kenya is a diva, honey. She doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't. She's a diva. I just, I didn't like that time Phaedra read her like that. It was like, girl, that's, y'all, you guys are so mean. Right. <sighs> I think like when they go for the children and stuff like that, that's yeah, when I'm like, like, why? That's when I'm like, this is mean. And then I don't know. A lot of people say, I mean, I just think Atlanta's one of the best housewife franchises. Of course. Those ladies are golden. But see, I, I don't like when they be mean. I was just like, you can read somebody without. I, don't, I guess that makes TV, I guess. I don't know. So when you're calling everyone all of the animal names, I guess that's okay, though, because they, they, like, came for you first. Yeah, I don't come for nobody. I'm on my biz because I'm not mean. I'm really nice. I'm really welcoming. But who you're going to say something. You're going to say the wrong thing. It's going to be something that I just that just don't sit right with me, and I'm going to think about it, and then I'm going to come for your ass. You're just going to you're gonna, you're gonna go there. Do you yeah, love it? Do you love being part of the show? Like, are you, like, do you want to continue? I actually love being a part of the show. And um, I definitely will do another season. Um, I think think the show is doing good for me. And, yeah. What about your music, the Wolf Pussy Mixtape? Yes, the Wolf Pussy Mixtape. I just dropped it. And that's my first project. I just love that I could give those, the, the music that I gave, you know, I, I'm, I'm just happy that me and my team came up with some very good songs to put out and my tape is doing so good. I'm just happy about it right now. It's, it's great. It's like, I listen to Thank it in you. the morning when I'm at the gym. Thank you. I'm like one of those morning gym people and like, yeah. I just go half asleep and I just need something to like blast into my ears to wake me up. Period. Thank and, you. And this does it. What do you think, like, is the biggest misconception about you? Like, you know, from your OnlyFans and your videos and your online, like, do you think people misunderstand you? Oh, I think the biggest misconception is that people think that I'm dumb. But I am very, very, very intelligent. And that's why... I'm rich and famous. Like people need to understand that. They think that they, they really think that I'm a lot of people think that I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, first of all, I'm a mastermind. I'm a marketing genius. I'm the one that matters. I'm, I know how to make people talk. I know how to make you bother. I know how to make you comment. I know how to make you support. I know how to make you go listen to my music. And I know that you're going to like it. And then you're going to be like, Ugh. I didn't like her at first, but she's starting to, she's starting to, I'm starting to like her. That's, that's just what I do all the time. It's just like, first of all, a lot of people, I'm, I'm, I have more intellects than a lot of people. So stop thinking that somebody doesn't know what they're doing. Maybe someone has a goal that they're, they're trying to reach. 
And when people start understanding goals, then they will understand me a little bit more. But a lot of people don't have goals. That's true. And you think just because of like, you know, like the type of content you put out that they all just think you're dumb. Yeah, because they need to understand that I have my, I have a certain demographic. I have a certain audience. The way that I deliver my messages is what bothers them the most. And they don't take their time to listen to what I'm really saying. I speak to the hood bitches, the hoes, the BNG cunts. Like, this is the people that I speak to. And they listen to me because they love Suki. Like, I don't, I'm not, like, I tell people I'm not Michelle Obama. I'm not Oprah. I don't speak. I don't speak like them. I speak to my people. Right. And your people love you. And yeah, it's kind of like what you said, like, you know what you're doing with Mark, like how you just always had this marketing, you know, I guess, I don't even know what the word is like this genius, really. You've always just had that in you, you think? Yeah, I always had it in me. Just my mom, my mom raised me like this, like, my mom is very smart my mom is actually my manager one of my managers I have like I have three managers but you know my mom just told me you know if you want something you go get it that's good advice did you ever have you ever like do you get starstruck like have you ever met someone like you know through what you do now that you're a big deal like you were you're just like holy shit you know like that's like Beyonce or whoever um, no, I haven't met somebody who made me starstruck, but there's a few people who probably would make me starstruck if I meet them. Like who? Um. Like for me, if I met Madonna, I would be dead. Like I would oh literally be like Madonna. dead. Isn't that a good one? Yes. I think honestly, uh, I don't see. I don't know. Maybe if I met like freaking... I know Nikki. I probably would be really hyped to meet Nikki. Nikki's a good one. And um, see, if I would have met Kim, I would, I, I would be happy, but I wouldn't be starstruck because I just, I just know her so bad. Like I know her so bad. Like I love her. I know her music. I would just be like, yes, that's my home girl. I love you, my girl. I've been showing you love. You know. She's Brooklyn's in the house. Yes, it's actually Brooklyn in the house. So I don't, I don't know. And by the way, here is something that. Um, Cardi B said about you. She said, I love her growth. Her music is growing and she doesn't give a damn. Got a Bentley out of OnlyFans while the haters judge. Thank you so much for being in my video. So I just found that. Yeah, that was so nice of her. You know, I, I mean, she, the thing is, she doesn't even have to do that stuff. She doesn't have to draw attention to up and coming artists. So I really appreciated that. And I did get that Bentley from the OnlyFans, you know, so. I'm making a little bit of noise. What color is your Bentley? It's oh, it's a custom blue. It's really pretty. Is it like a light blue or like a dark blue? It's like an ocean type of blue. It's not light. It's not dark. It's like in the middle. Oh wow, that's. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen like I've seen pink. Obviously, I don't think I've ever seen a blue. Yeah, I actually wanted my car wrapped pink. I just want to pull up in a pink, a pink car. So I think that'll be my next color. I like a pink car. Mm-hmm. So what is next for you besides opening, you know, the secret restaurant and the secret store that you'll tell us all about when you're ready, but what else, what else is next for you? What's next is the the music. Like I just dropped the Wolf Putty mixtape. I have another tape I'm about to drop very soon. You know, I'm working with a lot of big artists. I have a lot of big um, 
a lot of big magazines I'm in and just even TV. Oh my gosh. When you guys find out what, what's going on with me with TV, it's going to be so crazy, but I have a lot in store. Really? Do you have a favorite mm-hmm. song on Wolf Pussy? Ah, my favorite song on Wolf Pussy. Well, it depends. If I'm trying to dance, um, definitely the song that I did with Santana. Um, oh, you know what? No one. But the song that I did with Santana is called Food Stamp Ho. Now, No One is one of my songs that I like to ride around in. Like ride in the car. Yeah. That's a good one. Favorite, favorite. Maybe when the world opens more, you'll do a live tour. Yep. I'm planning it, but we're going to see when we do it. Like maybe late 2021. Yeah. That's great. So at least you're enjoying the music for now. You're enjoying OnlyFans, Instagram, and it sounds like there's a lot coming up in TV. Yes, it is. Is there anything else you want to cover? Anything else I didn't bring up? I always like to give people a chance at the end if I didn't hit upon something that you would like to discuss? Um, well, I want to thank you for this interview. And I hopefully you had fun with me for the hour. Yeah, it was definitely, it was so lit. You're like really entertaining. Um, some interviews I'll be like, oh my gosh, can we hurry up? But no, I really had a great conversation with you. And I can't wait till my fans see this interview. I hope some way I inspired you guys to, you know, Put your big girl pants on, get that money. Don't don't listen to what these haters got to say because they hating because they mad and they not just mad at you. If you making a person mad, they mad at their life already. So I love y'all and that's my words for today. Exactly, I think that's great advice. You are positive. You are inspiring. You're just Thank you're you. doing you. You are doing you. And I, I you know what my thing is. I love people that and everyone always tells me I kiss up to guests. I mean this is. But I love people that are their authentic, true selves. I don't care what you do. I just be authentic, like know yourself and just be honest with yourself. And, you know, if you want to do A, do A. If you want to do B, like just be honest with yourself. And that's that's you. You're very honest with yourself and who you are and you do what you want. And who can criticize that? So nobody. I really appreciate you coming on. Tell everyone where they can find you online. Everybody, you can find me on Instagram at Goat. You can find me on Spotify, on Google, on anywhere. Pornhub, OnlyFans, just put Suki and I'm going to come up. That, just type in Suki, guys, <laughs> and she comes up. Trust me. Yep. Amazing. I'm glad you weren't bored with me. Thank you. I love you dearly. I really appreciate your time. Love and you. keep in touch. Okay, I will. All right, have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.